Praise the Lord. This is Brother J.W. Brand here at God's Whole Word. It is so good to be with y'all today here on this Friday uh, afternoon, and I'm glad to be here with y'all. And uh, it's it's just a wonderful thing to uh, just to uh, be a part of uh, something grand and great working for the Lord. And so we've got, you know, this podcast to set up uh, uh, for, for the most part, of course, uh, is, is to help the believers, those who've come to know the Lord, to, uh, sh- to be able to uh, teach the word and talk about the word and uh, just express the word in a way that uh, the word of God tells us, as Peter expressed it, that God has given us everything everything we need for both life and godliness. And I absolutely believe that. I've been living uh, for over six decades now. And I have come to know that that is true. God gives us everything for life and for godliness. And some people say, oh, no, it can't be related to today. It's just uh, such an outdated book and all. And there's some folks that say that. You know, the sad thing is that it's taken hold of Christianity, some of those same words and thoughts that uh, the word of God cannot be trusted. I got news for you. Number one, you're a liar. Do you hear what I said? Now, I'm not trying to be mean and hateful to nobody, but you're a liar if you go around telling people that the word of God cannot be trusted. If you go around and you're saying that you're Christian. Now, the world is going to talk like that. Y'all got to understand that. I mean, some of you Christians, you get get so, uh, you know, upset about, folks out in the world that talk like that well the world's going to talk like that i mean the lord you know he makes that clear and he you know he even said that the lord there's scripture that referred to the fact that god uh, he's going to be working on those in the church uh that are serving the lord he's going to be working on them and and using us to do those things using us to uh, uh, correct folks uh, in the word when they need to be corrected for them to understand the word of God better uh, and and that kind of thing. But those out in the world, he said, we leave that to God. You let God deal with that because those in the world, there ain't no point in trying to, um, you know, and I'm not talking about, you know, going out and reaching people. I ain't talking about, I'm talking, I'm not talking about that at all because some people are going to misunderstand what I say. I've seen that so many times where I say something and somebody misunderstand what I'm saying because you don't get in a conversation long enough with me. Uh, and you just take maybe a few minutes off of my podcast or something uh, and or something I've said in passing and then twist what I'm saying. And that's unfortunate, especially when you've got people that claim to be Christian and, uh, and and doing the same thing, you, you you know that just can't be. It's not supposed to be that way. But um, you know, I'm not talking about going out and reaching the lost because we certainly have to do that. The Lord left us on the earth to take care of that issue. We're supposed to be. The Bible gives us the ministry of reconciliation, which means helping people to reconcile back to God. So we have that, y'all, we got that ministry. We're supposed to go out and reach the law, the, the laws for the Lord. But you know what? Don't go out there trying to clean them up before they get to the house of God. That's what I'm talking about. You know, people, they, I'm not kidding. I know people say, well, yeah, you know, now you don't do this and you don't do that and you don't do this and you don't, and this, that, and the other, and oh, won't you come to church? 
Or they're trying to tell people, you know, well, this is wicked and evil. Well, it may be wicked and evil. That's true. But God's going to give you the place and space where you talk about those things, you speak to those things. Like, you know, we've got a, a YouTube, um, our, um, our worship services, you know, on Saturday. And by the way, tomorrow uh, on the Sabbath, we have our worship service on the Sabbath on Saturday. And uh, that no slam, nobody got church on Sunday. Please don't misunderstand me. But that's what we do. And um, uh, so I'm just grateful anybody worship the Lord anywhere, anytime. And uh, so, but but it, it is this, that, you know, the Lord, uh, he blessed us with uh, being able to 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 move here to the state of Texas. I'm so great, glad to be back home where I, I've not been in a long time, but I'm glad that the Lord brought me back here. But, um, you know, uh, uh, we've have been on being able to uh, tape our uh, worship services on Saturday, and I would like to encourage y'all, uh, anybody who listens to the podcast, if you could go to our uh, YouTube um, services, uh, and uh, we have, uh, it's called uh, the unit preacher and yes i did say that correctly and i did say what you heard me say the unit preacher and it's spelled with a, a capital e u n u c h the unit preacher and we have the unit preacher uh on saturday and it's our worship services and all of that and then uh and we have a wonderful time we really do I would uh, just, uh, if, if you want something different, <laughs> you want something that's exciting and, uh, you know, uh, something that's going to captivate your attention. Uh, and, you know, we're not, we're not doing those things for those specific purposes or reasons, but, but we just get in there and worship God. And some people say, you know, I just like listening to you people worship because y- y'all just get down. And we do. We love to worship the Lord. We give God praise and we sing and we shout and we dance and we speaking in tongues and uh, you know and uh, if the mood hits we run around the worship area and all of that and we are we got a mind that one day god's going to give us another place of worship because we are uh ministering right out of our home at this point but um we have a really good time in the lord and we sing a lot of pentecostal songs just uh, got our tambourines going we're going to be happy soon enough whenever we can bring our keyboard and just add that in and all of that but uh, we just have a really good time worshiping god and praising the lord and and we just we're not ashamed of it we ain't ashamed of being pentecostal we ain't ashamed about shouting and dancing and giving god glory we're not ashamed about speaking in tongues we're not ashamed about our heritage as pentecostal people that came straight out of the bible in the book of acts Amen. In chapter 2, you can find where uh, the church began on the day of Pentecost, and it's still going on. Hallelujah. I'm glad that the Lord has restored His church. Yes, sir, that's right. Amen. We don't, we don't, uh, we, we look at the fact that we God has restored the Pentecostal people to, to where they uh, once were, and I thank God for that. And we're still growing. We're still learning and all of those things. We've come a long way. And I am so happy about that. But y'all just come on up in there and just enjoy yourself if you want to. And I tell you what, some people, uh, they get around Pentecostal people because they want to go uh, making fun of them. And do you know the Holy Ghost will get a hold of them? (laughs) 
I tell you what, yes, amen. They get in there thinking they're going to make fun of those folks, and then the Holy Ghost gets a hold of them and just shakes the daylights out of them, and they get filled with the Holy Ghost, and they said, well, I came here to do one thing, but God changed my mind, and I, I'm living for the Lord now. And so I'm happy about that, and God is, is so good uh, in those uh, times when we see God just really changing folks. And uh, the other thing is that um, we have Bible study on Wednesdays, now, here's the thing. Uh, I could give you the times and all, but we don't have live ones yet. What we do is we're, we are taping these services, and then uh, we do put them out. We try to get them out like the ones on the Sabbath on Saturday. We try to get them out by Saturday evening because uh, we have our worship service uh, at 1.30, and it usually goes on to about 3.30, about two hours or so. But this is everything. This is our prayer meeting before church. We invite people to come on up in there. Uh, and then we got our singing and, and taking prayer requests. And just, I mean, we sing all them old Pentecostal songs. And I'm telling you what, we rock the house and have a good time in the Lord. And then we got a message. And our messages are usually geared towards reaching the lost, whoever that may be. You know, whether they've never been to the house of God or maybe they're backslidden or maybe somebody just backslidden right there sitting on the in the church or whatever. I mean, we just, uh, we're just trying to get people saved because we know that the Lord is going to come back. And, and so, so we endeavor to do that. We desire for God's uh, work to be done in the greater Houston area. Amen. Because God is coming back and we want everybody to be ready. And this is where God put us. Wherever God puts you, you got to do your work. You know, wherever that the Lord places you, and that's where He wants you to be uh, for any period of time, the Lord is going to let you know those things, and He's going to guide and direct you. And you will, uh, you know, if you're faithful, the Lord will show you what He wants you uh, to do. And so um, I'm just grateful for what the Lord do. But on Wednesday night, uh, now that one, you know, on on Saturday uh, we get done about three thirty, and we go right uh, as quick as we can to get them loaded up. But it does take a while for the computer to do what it does and get it all loaded up, so it's probably not loaded up till Saturday evening sometime. And I really do apologize about that uh, for the eunuch preacher, but um, uh, we're working on it. We want to eventually just have live service, and, and we're going to get there. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, you can enjoy those. They're pre-recorded, and uh, you can just go right in there and just worship with us and enjoy us. Uh, enjoy the worship service excuse me and uh but uh, the, then as i was saying and about the third time i've tried to say i've even interrupted my own self can you imagine uh but uh anyway uh, wednesday night we have bible study now uh we don't have we only sing about one or two songs on wednesday because we try to get right to the word and it's already uh later in the evening now we do try to pre-record them earlier uh, we try to pre-record it around 5 o'clock, and um, I wait till my spouse gets off work, and then we're trying to get all of this ready to, to record and uh, have our Bible study. And uh, then it, it usually goes uh, for an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes or so and all. But we do have singing and prayer and, and that, but just not as extensive as on Saturday. And uh, but we do have extensive Bible study, and we really get in the Word of God, and and we try to use Wednesday night to root people down in the Word of God, because uh, you know 
it's all fine and well to be shouting and praising God and people coming to the Lord and all those things. We wanted the ministry to grow and certainly reaching people for the law, uh, for the Lord, or reaching the lost for the Lord before he comes back. We certainly want to do that and we enjoy uh, praising God and just, uh, just, I mean, we just do it up on Saturday, just going to town, having a good time in the Lord. It's not that we don't on Wednesday, but we really try to zero in and focus y'all on the worship service or on the Bible study uh, service. And uh, it is a worship service, but, you know, focusing on the word as much as we can because, uh, you know, once people get saved and, 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 and no matter how long you've been saved, you could be saved for 25, 30 years. You know, I, I study the word of God and I still learn things. And, uh, you know, and then you have to turn around as the pastor, the preacher, and you're trying to teach people as well. But, you know, the Lord, he will still teach his people, no matter who you are. You can't say that because you're a preacher that you've done learning. If you got that mind and attitude, I'll tell you what, God's going to take you back to the drawing board. He's going to help you understand that ain't true. Because we are, we are people that learn, and, and God's word, it's alive. You know, that's the thing about the Word of God. I have found that the more that I study the Word of God, the more that I, hallelujah, that I realize it is alive. Hallelujah. The Word of God is powerful. And it really and truly is a living organism, if you will. Uh, and you begin to read it, and the Word of God can change a life. Hallelujah. God changed my life. I've seen him change other folks' lives. And he changes it by the power of his spirit and by the power of his word. And, um, you know, the word of God will bring life to you. And so I'm grateful uh, for that. So I do want to encourage y'all to watch the unit preacher, uh, both on Wednesday. Uh, you know, now, like I said, that taping, we try to get done it's close to 7 o'clock, and it takes a bit to load that up. So even if you don't get to it until on Thursday, at least it'll be there for y'all. But uh, with all that said, we've already got uh, a lot of podcasts loaded up for people that may be new to our podcast. Uh, there's a lot of them loaded up there. Well, I, when I say a lot, it's really not a lot. When people look and they say, oh, you, y'all only got like 38, 39 I think so far this will be number 40, I believe. that, And I'm just talking right now. We're going to get to some word here in a minute. But uh, I just wanted to just kind of sound off a little bit about our ministry and uh, talk to you all uh, a little bit uh, about, uh, you know, our burden and what we want to do. We're trying to reach uh, people. And this podcast here, now, of course, like I said, you know, Saturday we really try to uh, reach the lost and just have a really good time and uh, worshiping the Lord and giving Him praise and all of that. And Wednesday night, trying to get people rooted in the Word because we really, every person needs that. And then this podcast, you know, we've tried to make it an extended type of uh, Bible study, if you will, but in more of a podcast form. Now, I realize y'all can't see me. I understand that. And I tried to work that out with my son when we were trying to get this figured out but you know in time we'll try to get there but if if y'all want to see what my ugly face looks like <laughs> then y'all can go to uh 
uh, well, I shouldn't have said ugly faith. You know, the Lord, he creates us all, and everybody's beautiful in the Lord's eyes. And so, but anyway, uh, you know, if you, uh, you know, make your way uh, to go to the eunuch preacher, now I'm hoping you don't go there just to see what I'm look, what I look like. <laughs> Wondering who's this talking to me. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I've been. Uh, I wanted to say a few things on the 40th podcast here, just kind of going over a few things because I'm going to say a few more things when we get to our 50th podcast, which won't take a whole lot of time because we do two podcasts a week, so we'll get there pretty quick. Uh, but uh, here on the 40th podcast, I. Uh, you know, just want you to know that it, it's kind of um, something that in my, well, I knew that the Lord wanted me to do it, but uh, I didn't, when the Lord gave me this mindset to do this, I, I really wasn't sure what I was going to be doing. And, and then the Lord began to show me and, and saying, well, it, you know, he wanted me to go further into the word and applying the word of God uh, to our daily lives. And uh, it, it's necessary because a lot of people nowadays they think they think about the Bible that it just don't apply today's to today's world. Well, I'm telling you, that's not true. I found that not to be true. And so, if you hear that, you're hearing something that is not true, because the Bible absolutely uh, it doesn't matter how old it is. It, it doesn't matter. That don't matter at all because uh, the Word of God it is alive and it really can reach any generation. Any generation. So here's the thing. Even if the Lord keeps on keeping on and he don't come back for the church for a long time, I mean, I'm having a hard time thinking that that's going to go on too much longer. But, you know, the Lord could. We don't know the day nor the hour. But we know that when the time is near. You know, we know when summer's drawing nigh is what the word says. And so we know that we're, we're getting close. But close could be another, you know, 500 years. Close could be another five years close could be another five minutes who knows but you know um we really want to try our best uh, i really uh, you know my spouse does all this other stuff of loading up and all the stuff that i don't know how to do uh, i'm just uh, clueless when it comes to that kind of thing and i'm just so grateful for the help that i have because uh, i don't know all the ins and outs of loading it up and everything i just but my part is I, I really have a, a strong desire to get into the Word of God and to study it and to uh, just really search out God's Word so that I can bring it as I felt like the Lord wanted me to do, to bring it to the table here uh, at this podcast and uh, let people see how God's Word can apply to any generation, doesn't matter what that is and you know the last few weeks now we've been talking about god's love and we finally rounded the bend on that and i'm I, again i want to say that doesn't mean we're not going to be talking about god's love again i'm just saying we were in an extensive study about that looking at that on this podcast for for quite a while and so there's quite a few podcasts that are geared towards that uh but looking through through the scriptures that were in first corinthians chapter 13 which is a what we know as many Christians understand it to be uh, the chapter of love. And so we rounded the bit on that, and we're going to start a new one, a series of, of uh, lessons. And I know this is probably going to kind of 
jar folks when I say this. But I want you to understand everything that I've said for the last 20 minutes or so, I'm very sincere when I say we've got to bring God's whole word. And we don't want to leave nothing out, and we really want to reach the lost, and we really want to encourage and strengthen those that are already walking with the Lord, and those that have backslid to give them encouragement to come back, those that may be on the verge of backsliding, trying to help them understand. And so all everything that we do, our podcast here at God's Whole Word, as well as uh, the eunuch preacher and uh, both our worship service on Saturday and our Wednesday night Bible study, you know, we just, we're really wanting for everything that we've got, all of our energy, everything, everything that I can do with the strength that I've got in my soul and the heart that God has put in me and wanting to reach the lost. It is just such a, and not only that, but once the lost is reached, you know, here, here's the thing that we, we say around here is that God, uh, he's called us to, uh, to reach, you know, reach the laws, and to preach, in other words, preach his word, and to teach God's word, to preach Jesus Christ and to teach his word. Because, you know, once people come to the Lord, they need to know what God's word says on how to live for him and how to serve him. And so my heart is so geared towards that. But on this podcast, it is really all, there's kind of another side to this because this podcast at God's whole word is geared so much towards trying to apply the word of God to everyday living and what's going on right now. Everything that is going on, because there, there are so many things that are going on right now in this world. This world has really turned upside down uh, in the last two or three years, and y'all know it. I mean, people, you know, you you talk to people, or I do anyway, I've talked to people that, that, that I find out they're not really serving the Lord and they're not really Christians, but they will say something's going on in the world. They can see it. They can see, and they say something's about to happen. They feel that in their down in their soul. And so what we hear at God's whole word, we want to be able to uh, say, hey, there's somebody out here. There's a people out here. I don't mean just me. I mean, I'm certainly just a little voice. That's all I am. But I'm trying to be the voice that God wants me to be. But the, what I'm talking about is the people of God as a whole. Those who love the Lord with all their heart, want to serve the Lord with all of their heart, and they got a mind to do that. They're trying to reach out to the lost and bring them in because the Lord, uh, you know, He's given us signs to know that you know, the summer's drawing, drawing nigh. You know, the Lord says when you see these things, you better be looking up because your redemption draws nigh. So we really want to try to help folks get grounded in the Word and realize, look, I know you hear out there so many times that people try to tell uh, folks that the Word of God is just a book made up by men and that now God did use men. I'm not going to say he didn't. He used over 40 authors, and it was over a span of 1,500 years, and there's 66 books here that God has put together in one word. But we've got so many things that we're struggling with because we've got churches that at one time they believed in holiness, they believed in living for God the way the Bible said, and now you've got people uh, going out preaching all kinds of doctrines, 
all kinds of things that just really don't square with the Word of God. And so we at God's whole Word, we want to be able to reach out, and we want people to know that we are a ministry for everybody. Because the Bible says that in Isaiah 56, that God said His house of prayer, in verse 7, He said His house of prayer should be it's a house of prayer for all people. And we believe that. We believe that, that we're going to reach out to everybody. I don't care who you are. I don't care what you label yourself as or whatever going to go on with you. God loves you and God wants to save you. Now, the thing of it is that when God saves us, God, as He begins to show us the Word and He teaches us the Word, He says, okay, uh, this, this is how I want you to walk and this is how I want you to live. So what I'm saying to y'all is, you know, we can't, um, you know, have you ever heard that saying where people say, well, you need to clean up your own backyard before you go trying to clean up somebody else's? Well, you know, and the Lord said it in a different way. He said, you need to get the big old gigantic log out of your eye before you try to take the splinter out of somebody else's eye because, it, you know, it's kind of messed up when people are trying to uh, help people out and that kind of thing. And, and they got a mess in their own backyard. So that's what I'm saying. There are churches out there that are teaching all kinds of just nonsense. I mean, things that are just, that is not true, that is not right, that is not based in the, the honest truth of God's holy word. It, it and, and they have turned the word of God upside down. And the Bible says that this would happen. And we are there. And so, you know, but at the same time, we see other things to where there's people that are being pushed out and pushed away from the house of God, too, that should not be pushed away. And so we want people to know, look, there is people out there that do love you. They're going to stand for holiness. They're going to walk with the Lord with all of their heart. But they want you to know their doors are open and you can come in and God is going to help us uh, to help you. Uh, through the Word of God. It's the Word of God that gives us direction and guidance. You know, he, he it's like, you know, if you, now you might be one of these that can just get on the freeway and you don't need no map and you don't need no phone to get you where you're going or anything. Well, I'll tell you what, I'm not like that because I will be lost in a hot second. Uh, I, I get lost very easy and so uh, you know, I need either my phone telling me, most of the time I've got to have my phone telling me turn here, turn right, turn left, whatever, because I just uh, am going to get lost very easy. And, and you can't tell me, oh, go north this way or go south that way. I, I just don't get that stuff. And some people got frustrated, and I said, look, I'm over 60 years old now, and I still don't understand it, but you know what? I'm still here, and I'm still alive, and I'm doing okay. And yes, I've been lost a few times, but I, you know, thank God that I've got something to direct me. Can you imagine if we would have had still be doing maps, you know, like a long time ago? Uh, I mean, I probably never would have got to Texas because I would have been lost somewhere, and who knows where I would have been. But, uh, you know, um, but the thing of it is, God has left us a map on how to get to heaven. But this map, the Bible, the Word of God, is not just how to get to heaven, but it's how to serve the Lord before you get there. Because the Lord, uh, He's not going to leave us without a guide. He's not going to leave us without direction. He's not going to leave us out without something that helps us to understand how to serve Him. And, you know, God is a big God. Look at your world outside. 
Now, I know some people, oh, we just crawled up out of a soup. You know, like some scientists say. Oh, we just crawled out of this. I can't remember what they call it, but it's some kind of soup. It just sounds so ridiculous. But anyway, I'm, I'm not saying like I'm ignorant to, to the details of some of the things they're saying. I mean, a lot of it I am. I'm not prolific in it. I'll tell you that right now. But but anyway, but it. I don't mean to belittle people that have, you know, maybe a higher uh, way of thinking than I do and all of that kind of thing and can really articulate themselves in such a way that they can get on uh, any podcast and try to explain, oh, yeah, we crawled out of the soup and we were like a fish out of the water. And the next thing you know, we were uh, like crawling on the ground. The next thing you know, we're apes. And next thing you know, here we are as humans. Well, we don't believe in that. That's called evolution. Now, do I believe in it? Or that is an extreme evolution. Now, I believe that things have evolved. I'm not ignorant to that fact. I realize that even human beings and their their bodies themselves have changed somewhat, you know, over a period of time. So, and there's proof of those things. But you know, the Bible says in the book of Genesis that God created us, and so that's the end of the subject. Well, some people don't want it to be the end of the subject because they want to just argue and go on. I'm not here on this podcast to argue with nobody. I'm just here to state to you and to tell y'all, look, there is a word. And if you want to be saved and you want to know how to get to heaven and you want to know how to live for God while you're waiting to get there, well, we've got the word of God here and it'll direct us and guide us. And I'll tell you, the word of God will never direct you in a wrong way. It's not going to do that because God loves us and he's going to take care of us and he's going to lead us and guide us and direct us. And so that's really what we've been trying to do and I'm, I, I know I probably sound like I'm rattling to some folks once you finally hear this taping but I just wanted to let you know the essence of all this I guess what you can say is the root of all this really and the essence of it is is that we love folks we really do I mean sometimes I just when I go to the grocery store and I look around and I, I see people, and I just, my heart just like, wow, all these people. And so many of them don't know the Lord, and they need to know Him. Well, if you get on a bullhorn out in the parking lot and start screaming at people, uh, nine chances out of ten, they're just going to turn and walk the other direction because they don't want to even be embarrassed by this person screaming at it through a bullhorn. You know, you got to know the Lord, you know, or, you know. There is a hell, and because there is a hell, and you do need to know the Lord, but we've got to use wisdom, y'all. And uh, but but there's a burden, and that burden is there. Uh, you know, the, the Lord didn't say we weren't going to have a burden. Now He didn't say that. He said your burden's going to be light. Why? Because He's going to take the heavy. The Lord's going to take the heavy, but He is going to He is going to give us a burden, and give us, uh, uh, you know, a desire to reach the lost. And then give us over time as he directs us and guides us. Now, I'm going to tell you what the Lord been working on me a long time. He's been working on me. Hallelujah. He's been working on me a long time. Long time. Because, you know, the Lord called me back when I was seven years old. And I remember, I remember, oh, yes, I remember. And he started when I was in a Baptist church. But the Lord just kept leading me. Next thing you know, when I was a teenager and I was 16 years old, and I, and, um, I went to this 
Pentecostal Church of God. And that's, I eventually ended up getting baptized with the Holy Ghost. And then from there, uh, because of our life and the situation that we, uh, the difficult situation that we were in, raised, being raised and growing up and all, we ended up going into foster care. And, uh, you know, and then by the time that I aged out of the foster system and I got on my own and all of that, and the Lord really started drawing me, and he put somebody right next to me at work to begin to, to uh, you know, witness to me and ask me if I'd ever been filled with the Holy Ghost. And I said, oh, yeah, because, you know, you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost. You know you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost because I remember that very clearly. But um, you've been baptized with the Holy Ghost. And I said, yeah. And then I said, well, how were you baptized? <laughs> I remember Brother Felipe. That was his name, Brother Felipe. I'm going to tell you his last name. But anyway, he... Uh, he said, well, he said, where were you baptized? And I, and I told him, I said, well, I was baptized when I was seven years old in the Baptist church. And he goes, well, that, that's not going to do. He said, you need to be baptized in Jesus' name. Well, I didn't know anything about those things. And I'm not trying to be offensive to nobody. You know, if you've been baptized in the Baptist church, please don't, don't be offended. I'm just telling you my story. And I'm telling you God has helped me to understand I need to be baptized in Jesus' name. And I believe everybody needs to uh, have the full light of God's word, all of it. Whatever God says, let's move towards what God says in His Word. And so, you know, I saw in Acts chapter 2 and 38 that I needed to repent. And that meant turn from my sin. And even though I'd been, uh, you know, at that point in time when I repented at that altar in the Pentecostal Church of God, and God filled me with the Holy Ghost, you can't be baptized with the Holy Ghost unless you've come to a place of repentance. But, you know, if you don't, if you don't, you know, when I got in the foster system, we weren't going, nobody went to the church, to church at all anywhere. So I was not able to be fed or anything. We lived way out in the country and all of that. So one thing led to another. But as I said, is once I got out of the system and when I was, um, you know, I was, I was ending my teen years. I was at the end of my teen years, 19. And that's when I started uh, going to church with Brother Felipe and his family and and all of those, and that's where, uh, you know, God refilled me with the Holy Ghost. Not not that I needed the Holy Ghost again. That's not what I meant. But uh, God filled me up again, and uh, to overflowing, speaking in tongues again. And I remember being baptized in Jesus' name. It was the most wonderful thing. I tell you, it was just wonderful. And I I remember when I when it was when we got, I got baptized with this other brother that day, the same day, and we were both so happy. And uh, I remember one of the because the church, what they did after you got baptized, they would line everybody up and they would come along, shake your hand, and get you, give you the right hand of fellowship. And this one sister, when she come up, she, she was an elderly sister, and she goes, <laughs> she just, excuse me, she said, you just can't get that smile off your face, can you? And I couldn't, I tell you. And these that I'm crying, these tears I'm crying, is because I remember that day. I remember that day. And um, she said, you just can't get that smile off your face. I said, no, I can't. And she said, you sure look happy. And I said, I am, because I'm saved. And I knew I was saved. I was so glad that I was not only saved. You know, God uh, takes you from the time that I was a little boy and God began to work on me and deal with me. But what I mean was uh, he saved me and then he baptized me with the Holy Ghost. And that's what was so exciting to me is because I've been baptized with the Holy Ghost and now I'm even more thrilled and excited because as God has led me. Because the Bible says the Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. 
the Holy Ghost will lead you into all truth. So, you know, where I was baptized in the titles in the Baptist church, and honestly, folks, I don't remember that baptism. My mama told me I did get baptized. I remember uh, the, the day that I repented because I heard the preacher preaching, and he was preaching on hell, and it, and it really jarred me. And he began to talk about the need to be saved and receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as our Savior. And I, I did receive him that day, and I thank God for that day. And uh, and the Lord just continued to work on me as a young boy and then as a teenager. And then, like I said, I started going to Pentecostal Church of God for a while. Uh, my family wasn't going. There was a lot of terrible things going on in our home. But I was so grateful to be at that church and... Uh, you know, that was in a day in the 70s when the Pentecostal Church of God, they had holiness standards. They really did. They had strong holiness standards uh, like I uh, have been used to in the Oneness Church. But uh, they had strong holiness standards, you know, and, and all of that inward and outward holiness as they believed. And uh, But once we went into, um, and of course, as I was going to say, I got baptized with the Holy Ghost there. So, so the Lord will do that once he's, you know, he saves you and he's, uh, you know, and salvation can, uh, you know, some people don't like hearing this, but it kind of can come in parts because, you know, you come to this place where you repent, then you come to this, you know, maybe uh, you come to this place where you accept the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe you came from another uh, religion and they didn't know about Jesus. Maybe they didn't even know about repentance. But, you know, there's step by step. And then the Lord allowed me to be filled with the Holy Ghost. And then and then later on, he taught me about Jesus' name, baptism. But I remember when I got baptized in Jesus' name, I thought, wow, now I've got the whole package because I repented way back when I was seven. And then I got uh, accepted the Lord as my Savior. And then as a teen, I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And then when I was 20, I had just turned 20. Uh, matter of fact, I got baptized in February. Uh, I remember that date. It was in February. And I was 20, and I got baptized in Jesus' name. And I'll tell you what, I flew out of that water. Boy, I'll tell you, I was so happy, and I was dancing. <laughs> oh, Lord, thank you. Thank you for the memory. But I was just, uh, you know, if you can dance in the water, if you know what I mean, I was doing my best because I was so happy that I was baptized in Jesus' name. And um, and I've never regretted it. Never. Never regretted it. But I'll tell you what, now I backslid. I backslid a few times. And I've talked about that on the podcast because I had some things that, uh, you know, that I dealt with over my life. I had a really uh, difficult childhood and so many terrible things uh, that have happened to me in life. But I'll tell you what, I'm still here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. No matter what, I'm still here. I'm hanging on. Hallelujah. And I'm going to hang on to the end because, you see, no matter what you go through, and, and you say, well, did you really go through that much? But let me let me just give this to you. Uh, as a little boy, I was nine years old, and I was raped by two. Uh, they were pretty close to being men. They were uh, not 18 years old, but close to it. And I was nine years old, and I was raped by these two uh, two boys, almost men, really. Uh, and it was a vicious rape. It was very um, difficult for me to deal with throughout my life. And, uh, and there were other things too but i won't go into all that i don't want this podcast to be about that but i just wanted to throw that out at you because i want you to understand anybody any of y'all listen to me okay any of y'all that have been through difficult times 
The Lord is there. <laughs> he really is. He's there. And He loves you more than you could ever know. I'm not kidding. Jesus is just such a loving God. He's so wonderful. And He has so many things for us. Because I'll tell you what, being baptized with the Holy Ghost is, gives you the power to overcome the enemy. That's what Jesus told uh, those uh, disciples uh, you know, Jesus had rose from the dead and he'd walked with them for 40 days and then he was going to ascend up into heaven. But before he did, he told him, he said, I want you to go to Jerusalem and I want you to wait there for the promise. And he said, you're going to be endued with power from on high. And that's in Acts chapter 1 and I think at verse 8. And he said, you shall receive power uh, after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And that word power, mean, it, it, it's uh, dunamis which is where we get our word dynamite. It's like dynamite power. You know, it's something that can just uh, be an explosive power, but not in a bad way. I mean, it can explode all of those terrible things out where, where you don't, you know, um, when you go through some of the things I've went through, you, you deal with PS, PTSD. I think that's how you say it. Post-traumatic. PSTD. There you go. Post-traumatic, traumatic, no, PTSD. There you go. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't I don't remember all the letters. I'm trying to remember them. But anyway, y'all know what I'm talking about. You go through post-traumatic stress syndrome, and, uh, you know, and it may affect you even as you walk with the Lord. You've been baptized with the Holy Ghost, and I've had people, uh, you know, say things that meaning well, but it wasn't, the thing to be saying because it didn't work well but there's some you know some folks they mean well but they don't have a full understanding of some things and how things affect folks and uh so what i want to say to y'all is listen no matter what you've gone through because that is just the tip of the iceberg of what i went through it's only the tip of the iceberg because like i said i don't want to weigh this podcast down today but I'm going to tell you what, I've been through some things. And uh, I remember one of my relatives actually said to me one time, I don't know why you're not in prison. They actually said those words to me. This was coming out of the mouth of a person that, that said they were a Christian. But they said, because they knew some of the things I've gone through. And they said, I just don't understand how you're, you're either you're sane and you're... I, I said, it's because of God. It's the Lord. It's the Lord Jesus Christ. It's Him that has preserved me and kept me. And I, I'm so grateful to Him. And uh, so God is good. God is a, a wonderful, precious, blessed God. And we've been talking for quite a few podcasts about God's love. Now, I'm probably going to knock the socks off of some of y'all when I get ready to tell you what we're going to go into and look at uh, on these next few podcasts. You're going to be like, what? After everything you just said, and you're going to look at that, well, remember, remember what I said. If you go back to the intro of this podcast, you'll find out I said, I believe it was on the intro, and I said, you know, we're going to talk about God's whole word. We're not going to leave anything out. And that might bother and fluster and frustrate some folks on one side, you know, and some on the other. In other words, I might get the people on the left so stirred up and so mad at me, that they want to just, you know, do me in. And then I might get some on the right that just wants to shut the door on me and say, I don't have nothing to do with you. 
And so I realized, and God did prepare me. He's prepared me. He gave me that word quite a few years ago, over 20 years ago. And he told me, he said, you're going to have them angry with you on all sides. I didn't know what he meant. I had no clue as to what he meant. Now, that wasn't the exact words. I'm just kind of surmising it for y'all. But God gave me a very clear word. And um, I didn't know what he meant exactly. And I didn't know when this was to be or what it was. But I sure enough know now. And I, I, when I say show enough, know now, I don't mean I know and understand all of it, but I've already experienced some of it, and I can tell you that of a surety. I have had my life threatened. I've had people tell me they won't kill me. I've had, uh, you know, people that have falsely accused me. I've had people uh, say some really hurtful and hateful things about me as a minister about me as a person uh just a lot of things and so i've i've already kind of uh, felt some of that but i know it um possibly with this podcast and our ministry the unit preacher it's probably going to intensify and i'm not ignorant to that and i've just asked the lord to give me strength to get on through because god's word's got to get out and the truth of god's word uh, has to get out we've got to reach folks people We've got to reach the lost. We've got to let them know that God loves them. And those of you, if there's anybody that has listened to this podcast and you just listen to me ramble or whatever it is, maybe you ain't got nothing else to listen to and you're thinking, well, who is this fool that I'm listening to? Well, I'm a fool for the Lord. And I love him. And I want you to know the Lord loves you. But we've got to be ready to, to meet God. And that's what this whole ministry is about. Uh, wanting to get people prepared to meet God and to stay ready. You know, I, I, I preach when I preach. I tell people, you know, you're going to have to get right and stay right. And I believe that. you got to get right and you got to stay right. And so these next few podcasts, I'm not going to go into a whole lot of it today because I just, like I said, on the 40th podcast, I just wanted to talk to you all. And um, I haven't, I don't believe that the podcast or even the eunuch preacher for that matter, I don't think that it's open to be able to take comments or anything. And I know that probably frustrates some folks. And I'm, I'm just not sure. Cause I, and I don't even look, I haven't even looked to see if there's any. But from what I understood, I don't think that there was an ability for anybody to make comments or anything. But I am going to open that up. I've just had to prepare myself uh, emotionally for that because I know some people can be really hateful. And, uh, you know, I've had a lot of difficulties that I've went through uh, in my early years, and that's why I said I dealt with the post-traumatic stress syndrome. And uh, and there's times that I've still, you know, certain things, there are uh, triggers, and I've got to be careful and, and mindful of those things. And so I've just had to really buckle down in prayer and ask the Lord to give me the strength to go on and to know that he loves me and that I've got to be obedient to his word. And in doing so, some people are just going to be flat out angry. Some people are not going to like me on the left. Some people are not going to like me on the right. And um, I believe that the Lord will send me a friend or two. Uh, my spouse, I've got on my side, I've got a, a couple of people, um, you know, relatives and all that are, um, they're there. I'll just say that. They're there. I know they love me. And, uh, and all, but uh, there is some um, issues and things that have kind of kept some 
a little bit of some distance along the way over certain things, and I don't want to go into all that. But I'm just saying I think that the Lord will send me uh, a few, my spouse and I, a few people that are going to be right there with us and, and supporting us and, um, you know, uh, realizing that, you know, God puts a word in people's mouth, and when he says to go tell what he said, you've got to be obedient. And I believe there are going to be people that are going to be uh, there to encourage us and all of that. And I prayed about it, and I said, Lord, help me, because I'm going to need somebody in my corner, because when I get to telling some of these things that you want me to tell, they're going to be some people hot mad, and they're going to be people that are just going to make comments and say things, and so because I've already dealt with it. I've already dealt with it without even having a podcast, without even having a YouTube. I've already dealt with it because, uh, you know, I have pastored a couple of churches, and I've ministered to people, and I've talked to people, and a lot of times people didn't like my preaching. Uh, they didn't like some of the things that I said, but I said, well, I'm right here in the Word. I said, I'm going to tell what the Word says, and, uh, and, and I have to do that. I've got to be obedient to God. So with that said, we've been talking the last few weeks about God's love. But in the next few podcasts, I, I can't say that it's going to be, I don't think that it'll be as long as the podcast that was talking about God's love. But honestly, it was, uh, uh, you know, a good thing that it went as long as it did. It gave us to, the, the mind to get deep into the Word of God and really look at God's love. But this one is going to kind of knock people for a loop, some folks. But uh, we're going to talk about in the next few podcasts the things God hates. The things that God hates. And yes, God hates. There's some things that God hates. He certainly does. And I know that uh, some people say, well, that's certainly a mighty shift from talking about God's love. Well, it may be, but the Lord said, this is the road I want you to turn and go down. And so this is what we're going to do. And we're going to talk about the things that God hates. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to read the verse uh, verses of Scripture that we're going to be in. Uh, uh, some of them, not all of them, of course. Uh, there's more to be uh, had uh, along the way as we go down this road and looking at the things that God hates. But, um, you know, what is the purpose in that? What is uh, the reasoning for it? Well, won't you come along with us on the podcast and let's... Uh, go together, traveling together in God's Word, and look at the things that God hates and why He hates them. And so first I want to uh, direct your attention to uh, the book of Proverbs in chapter 6 and verses 16 through 19. And I'm just going to read these things. We're not going to really go into any study about any of them today because I've spent so much time talking. Uh, but we'll start on those on our next podcast. So with that said... Uh, we'll start with Proverbs chapter 6, verses 16 through 19, and it says, These six things doth the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. Verse 17. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. Verse 18. And heart that deviseth wicked imaginations, feet that be swift in running to mischief, verse 19, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he or her 
that soweth discord among the brethren. And brethren means family. And so with that said, uh, I'm just going to leave y'all with that. There's many other verses that we're going to get into. So, uh, But we're going to start with those ones and we're going to be looking into those. And we're just going to kind of take it apart like we do here at God's whole word. And we're going to look at what God's whole word says about the things that God hates. But remember, there's a reason why God hates certain things. And I think that once you start looking at some of these things that we're looking at, you'll understand why that God hates them. And you won't say, well, I just don't understand. I just don't get it. You know, he's a loving God. Well, he is a loving God, but he's a holy God. And because he's a holy God, he's got a balance about him. And there's some things that he's going to hate. You see, you can't have love without hating something. You say, well, that's not true. Oh, yes, it is true. It's not possible to fully love something without knowing that there's something that you hate. And I'll explain that on the next podcast. But may the Lord be with you today, this evening. May he keep you in his care. And I just really pray that y'all going to have a blessed weekend. And I'm hoping that y'all will uh, join us uh, for our um, ministry, uh, our uh, worship services on Saturday. Like I said, uh, it's called the Eunuch Preacher, and that is spelled capital U or excuse me, capital E-U-N-U-C-H. I'll say that again. Capital E, then U-N-U-C-H, eunuch. The eunuch preacher. And we got that on Saturday, and uh, we just uh, uh, really have a wonderful time worshiping the Lord. So without uh, any further ado, I'm going to let y'all go. And may you blessed, be blessed with uh, uh, a wonderful evening. And God keep you in his care. In Jesus' name, good night.